So hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so excited today to be talking all about Netflix's Anatomy of a Scandal. We are so thrilled today to be joined by Sienna Miller, Rupert Friend, Michelle Dockery, and Naomi Scott. And Sienna, I wanted to start with a question for you, because I think there's so many really beautiful performance moments that you get to play to in the moments where things come to the surface for your character. She very much doesn't have a confidant, someone that she can talk to about everything going on. So there's little inflections that we get to see in your face right before they get out of the car at the courthouse when she's riding up in the elevator to meet her husband for lunch, when she's closed the car door and her kids are inside. And so I was really interested in, in how you found those moments emotionally in scenes in your performance and, and really captured a lot of the internalized dialogue that she's having with herself that she can't express to anyone around her. I think those moments are sort of essential with Sophie and SJ really fought to have a lot of them in there and added them in certain moments as well because the outward facing quality that she has is is one that's very together very stoic very you know she wants to project an image of just that she's absolutely fine and that this will resolve itself but it's only in those moments of quietude and solitude that you sense that she's really unraveling and so and and the and the pain and the shame of of you know for example picking the kids up from the school gates having been someone that was perhaps um really enjoyed the power she had and attracting envy she suddenly very you know it's all it's all out there that she's going through what she's going through and it and um and she's too stoic to really talk to anybody or admit it so I I love those moments um and I have to credit our director for really pushing for them in the in the scripts that's really wonderful to hear. And, and Rupert, in terms of the way that you're playing your character, um, there's there's an interesting choice in the fact that it never feels like you're showing inflections of doubt when he's being accused. He never considers the fact that he may have even misinterpreted behavior, let alone done anything wrong. And if you'd played that choice differently, it could have really shifted the dynamic of your character and the story as a whole. And so I was interested in, in the genesis of that very specific choice and carrying that through in, in multiple scenes to make sure that that really comes across to the audience. That's a great question. Yeah, I mean, that was actually the thing that tipped over for me that the interest in in playing the part in the first place was that, that how can you so vociferously defend something that when we read the script we were all you know none of us particularly liked the guy you know it's not sort of a someone you warm to and yet so what is the, the challenge is probably to find a way to see the world as he does which mm -hmm. is as you said um, that he doesn't feel that he's done anything wrong. And then if you can embed that as a truth rather than a concealed lie, uh, mm -hmm. then you can fight for it as much as you would a genuine truth. Mm -hmm. And in Michelle coming over to your character, I thought there were some really powerful moments of, of introspection with her in seeing the pressure that she puts upon herself when she comes out of court in that moment where she feels like she was off her game and, and off kilter a little bit, the way that she just immediately disassociates herself from everybody. And we see that frustration rising to the surface. And obviously we learn a little bit more about the driving force behind that later on, but I was interested in how you really wanted to play that and express that and how you saw the way that she holds herself to such a level of perfection as, as a lot of the pressure that's on herself outside of the media attention this case is getting. Well, she has such an interesting arc as a character and she starts off um, being, you know, very detached and quite reserved. And like you say, she begins to unravel as the show goes on. Um, and it's in those moments where she's off her game um, when she's questioning Kitty um, that I was allowed to uh emote 
um, a lot more because Kate is so stoic and sort of um, closed off at the beginning that as we began to shoot those scenes, I could really start to explore how much further I could go emotionally. And, you know, and that's as that's a result of Kate, you know, Kate's past, you know, she's had to learn to protect herself and um, create these really strong boundaries um, so that she isn't hurt again, you know. Um, so it was a it was a great character to explore like that because there are many different sides to her and and you you know we sort of begin to see who she really is as the layers start to peel back yeah absolutely and and Naomi I wanted to talk with you about your courtroom scene performance because there's kind of two different layers to it you know firstly you have to bring your character to such a place of finding this confidence within herself to even walk into this room and then there's two different ways in which your performance comes across when she's being you know questioned by Michelle's character that's obviously something that she's been prepared for she knows what those questions are going to be and so she's able to kind of create a real measure for herself to get through those moments and then there's a real shift when she's being cross-examined in terms of her emotional response to those moments because she is being pushed off balance and so I was interested in how you found those two different dynamics within those scenes because they're very dialogue heavy for you as well mm. yeah no you're right um yeah um I think I think when Olivia you know um when she she she's got a, a job to do in her mind and I think she's kind of like you know she's been around politicians she knows how to get a narrative across and she's almost kind of um attacking this almost like professionally and and we spoke a lot about sj and i spoke a lot about um you know her really kind of that that emotional trajectory for her and when she uh, when the body and the emotion takes over and when she kind of is able to to keep it together and that's why you know with with kate that that part is it is somewhat a performance you know and she almost and she doesn't want I, th I don't think she wants James to see her kind of, you know, break down. I think, um, and as I said, there's that moment where the body takes over and, she, you know, the emotions do just come to the surface as you are, as she is retelling her trauma. And um, hats off to Jacette Simon, who is just incredible. And and it's funny, she she kind of did it different every single time. And it kept me on my, on, you know, on my, on my toes. And um, I guess it's this whole conversation around being a, a perfect witness, you know, being a good witness and, you know, those tiny little slip ups that really, when you step away from it, you, you ask yourself the question, well, why does that make her more unreliable? You know, why does the fact that she's, you know, still in love with him make her more unreliable? Why, you know, does the fact that she's already had a, a sexual relationship with him and, and a history, why does that make her more unreliable? And these are the sort of things that, I think the show is big, it, it, it pokes at, especially with the character of Olivia, which I, I, I really love. And, and I love when any anything can kind of through the gateway of entertainment, just kind of start conversations. And I think that hopefully that's what those those courtroom scenes do, you know, um, you know, with, in living rooms and amongst families and and even just to ourselves, you know, as we're watching it, uh, the audience member kind of becoming the jury. How are we reacting to what we're seeing and, and why? why do we lean one way or another um not in a kind of judgmental way but more just can we create safe space for conversation 
Yeah, absolutely. And and Sienna, in the I think it's in the final episode, there's a line that your character says that I thought said so much where she basically says that she feels like her entire life she's been both overestimated and underestimated by people. And I thought that was very telling. And, and so wanted to ask you, did you view her as a character who people really have never taken the time to kind of get beneath the surface and really get to know in, in a true manner with the fact that she says that? I think that that's probably true, but I think she's also complicit in that. And she's understanding that it, that it was something she used. And, and interestingly, it was how it was what was projected to her and she never questioned it. So just projected it back. What's interesting about that moment is that she's really reflecting on how she's enabled this um, and really is ready to make a change where she can become something a with her own identity and be someone with substance and significance and hopefully raise two children that end up different to the way that she and James had been raised and ended up. Um, so I like that she's able to self-analyze in that moment. And I think she's speaking the truth, but I don't think she's asking for sympathy. No, that's really interesting. And, and Rupert, obviously talking before a little bit about the way that your character views the fact that he's being accused of, of sexual assault is different to the way that he reacts in terms of his affair and his affair, it feels like there's push and pull. There's moments where he's trying to say and do the right thing. He sees that he's done something wrong. And then there's also moments where he's really seeing himself as the victim. You know, he starts talking about the stress at work and, and how that led to it and is really finding a lot of external excuses. Um, and so how did you want to play that push and pull between the fact that it seems like he does see himself both as the wrongdoer and the victim when it comes to the affair specifically? I mean, there's obviously there's a narcissism in people who, when they are accused of something that they have done, make themselves the victim, mm -hmm. you know, which is runs through this guy. And you see, I think when people are not used to being questioned and certainly don't particularly question themselves, there's a there's a default to be like, but it's all about me. It's all about me. Why can't you see I'm the one who suffered so hard? And you know, well, Let's just put this in perspective. So I think trying to keep my own sense of judgment out of the picture was the continual practice because I don't think White House, and, and I think actually he's his kind of coming to a knowledge of himself happens before our eyes in the show. I don't think he's someone who thought about all of this and then buried it and is lying. But in mm -hmm. his opinion, I think he's literally going, oh my God, I may have perhaps done X, Y, or Z. Just as Sophie starts to say, I'm not letting this go because this doesn't add up. And it's that that wonderful thing that I loved in the writing of, you know, um, they call it a woman's intuition. I always find that a bit patronizing, just, you know, the human instinct <laughs> for something doesn't smell right here. Mm. And she you know, she's a dog with a bone on that. And I, and I love that because she, she actually, although, you know, you rightly said she's has to go on her own journey. She is the one who holds him to account and gets mm -hmm. to the truth in the end. Mm -hmm. and, and Michelle, coming back to you as well, and you were talking before about obviously your character is holding on to a lot of things in a certain way in terms of self-preservation and, and building up a lot of walls around herself. But I was interested if you saw her as a, as a fairly introspective character because of everything that's happened in her past. She has had to spend a lot of time kind of thinking and reassessing things in her life. And even the fact that she calls out being in a relationship with someone who's unavailable being something that she did very intentionally for herself. Mm. And so did you see her as quite introspective in that regard? I did. And it's interesting what Rupert is saying, because 
Kate actually does the same. I think she is discovering mm. so much as the as this journey progresses. Um, I don't think she quite uh, she doesn't quite realize what she's letting herself in for. I think she takes on this case because it is, you know, one of the biggest and most high profile cases she's been handed. Um, and she she doesn't quite kind of address the consequences, the possible mm. consequences of that and what it could do to her career, as you know, as the story goes on. Um, and I think it as she begins to unravel, she begins to sort of dig deeper in, you know, what she's, um, what is, what the root of all of this is. And I think, you know, by the end, she is a very different person or has become you know, mm. like she says to Sophie, she is the set. She is sort of both mm. of those two people. I think I'm fine. Mm. We're fine for spoilers on this, aren't we? Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So she is. She becomes Holly again, and but then is still Kate. Um, but I think she would never have addressed that. I, I don't know. Maybe she would never have really addressed it properly, mm. um, unless this actually happened and she became face to face with him again. Um, and, and really she sort of sees so much of herself mm. in Olivia, you know, in a lot of those courtroom scenes, um, there were moments that, that, you know, that, that long, that line, um, don't be such a prick tease is a familiar, you know, of course that mm. is such a familiar, um, those words are so familiar to her and I sort of wanted to kind of subtly play the memory mm. there, you know, but obviously without giving it away too soon. Um, so it's interesting because I think the journey is definitely sort of taken as each moment unravels um, for Kate. Mm. And Naomi, going back to what you were talking about before in terms of, of for Olivia, this is a man that she was in love with and mm. that also you know, she's standing in court saying, this is also the man that sexually assaulted me. And, and I think you really beautiful, beautifully capture that aspect where both of those things can be true about a person yeah, and her feelings of love for him have obviously changed, but haven't, you know, those don't go away overnight. Yeah. And so what were the challenges in making sure that you kind of captured and, and paid honor to the fact that this was a real relationship with a man that she was yeah. in love with. And also this is the person that assaulted her, that she's standing up in court telling everybody about mm. yeah no it um I think her and James were intellectual equals I think she really believed in him and him as a politician and what he stood for I think she really looked up to looked up to him so I think when she's standing there there's almost still there's almost still a sense of wanting to maintain his respect for her. Like, the, you know, if we're talking about the layers underneath it all, and I think that goes into what I was saying about her wanting to almost attack this in, in a kind of professional sense. And I'm, you know, this is my argument and I've got to get it across. And, and there's something about him not, not wanting him to see her broken. Um, and then the complexity of that with the the anger. And I think that we, for me, I, I kind of saw it as the timing of it. Again, what I was speaking about earlier, which was like when those moments come out um, and the almost 
tenseness of her and the like i'm playing a part here and this is what's happening and then of course you know that beginning to unravel and and you know just picking moments to to glance that way but never wanting to lock eyes and similarly with with sienna who was up in the stalls um yeah i think that's kind of how i how i, I thought about it how i attacked it well, all four of your performances are, are really fantastic in this series and want to thank you all so much for talking about it. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you so much.